In this episode, you will discover how to get listeners to not want to buy your stuff. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. In this episode, you'll discover the common mistakes podcasters make that repels listeners from wanting to buy from them, why consistently having guests on your podcast can negatively affect your podcast revenue and ability to generate profit, and finally, why you should not half-ass a sales pitch when selling to your listeners. So with that being said, let's dive straight into this episode. Hello and welcome back to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. My name is Anthony Waneri. I'm Ty Gaucher. And in this episode, we're going to break down how you can guarantee listeners don't buy your stuff. How to guarantee zero sales and three easy steps. <laughs> guarantee, you know, you're getting money back. <laughs> but look, in this episode, we're really going to dive deeper into, again, we, the, the main things that repel listeners from wanting to buy your stuff. Again, we're in a game of podcasting. We want to what? We want to one, grow. We want to be recognized for the hard work that we're putting in. We want to reach the full potential of the show, you know, build out our network and attract more opportunities our way. And we want to make money. You're like, I'm not doing all this stuff for free. I mean, we are. We're doing stuff for free. You, <laughs> yeah. you get to enjoy that. with that said, Anthony, we have done this ourselves, right? We have made and we've helped our clients make actually hundreds of thousands through sales through the podcast just in the last three months. Absolutely. And of course, having listened to hundreds of podcasts, We've also seen a lot of the pitfalls that do put people off. We've, had, we've seen our fair share of people absolutely crushing it, doing amazing stuff, monetizing like clockwork, like a piece of cake. Mm -hmm. And other people who might have a, even a bigger audience but struggle to monetize. And that's what we're going to focus on. The mistakes, the biggest mistakes we see podcasters who have an offer, who have a service, who have their own product when they're trying to sell, where they go wrong. So without further ado, let's get into it. The first thing that we see is pitching before hooking people in. Now, this one is like hurdle number one. This is very fitting. It goes first. The reason it's hurdle number one is because this is like before people are even ready to buy in the first place. This is for more of how do you just put off new listeners in just the first place. Bro, right? Just manners, bro. Just manners, bro. It's just simple manners. We've listened to a lot of podcasts where the first thing you hear when you click play, even before the intro music sometimes, is a direct pitch to join a program or a membership mm. or sometimes it's just a lead magnet but actually sometimes people are like price dropping in the first 30 seconds yeah you, you're totally right man i think it's just manners right i think when you when you're trying to again and uh, monetize your show attract your audience engage them you've got to give first you can't just off the bat just start trying to pitch people get sick of that if you think about your own experience or for us our own experience i don't really like being pitched to straight off the bat i think it's a bit strange a bit odd especially if it's a new show I've just discovered. Mm. Like, if you have current listeners, maybe it's not as bad and, and whatnot, but I would say most people, if they're a new listener and they just come in, they don't know you, they've built no trust, no rapport, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Like, no, this is a pitch fest and this episode is strictly here to, to make money from me. There's nothing wrong with pitching, but it's just when to pitch and how you pitch matters a whole lot. Right, and... So, you know, the principle, like, go at the pace of the slowest man, right? yeah. the slowest person. 
the, the principle applies in this, right? When we're nurturing people with the podcast, we have to optimize for the people that are at the back of this nurturing process, i.e. we're optimizing for new listeners, right? Yes. So even though some listeners, old listeners, might at best, maybe they'll just be like, oh, here's the pitch. I'm just going to skip through this bit. But they won't mind. New listeners, they're just going to be turned right off from the start, like you say, right? Mm. We could go on about, and we will go on about, why people need to be warmed up, why price dropping, if this is like a course or something, mm. is ridiculous for the most part because no one's ever just going to buy a $250 thing right off the bat mm. to f within 10 seconds of meeting someone, right? But to bring it back to the intro and pitching before hooking people in, doing that right at the start of the podcast will just guarantee people drop off the show entirely, right? Yeah. So the first hurdle and how you actually fix that is at the very least, make sure that if you are going to pitch early, it comes after you've given people a reason to listen through to the rest of the episode. Absolutely. And that, that would be mistake number one. But I feel like that ties into a lot of other stuff, right? So let's let's now talk about nurturing, why that's important, and also why people need to be warm, right? A bit more about why people don't just buy right away. 100%. I mean, there's kind of the same reason why, you know, if you're going out on a date, you've got to kind of get yourself warmed up first. Actually, ask a girl out on a date. Not, hey, do you want to come back to mine straight away? No. Mm. Like, hey, would you like to go somewhere for a date? You warm them up, you feel, you know, you get a good vibe. And if things go well, awesome, amazing. You know, you can you can see how the story ends. But for the most part, again, when you're not warming someone up and you're going straight for the kill and just pitching, there's no rapport that's built. There's no trust. You haven't added any value to someone else's life. And it's this whole idea of re reciprocation. You have to give. And honestly, I'm saying this. You, you know this. If you listen to this right now, you already know what how we do things, how we operate. And for us, we know that we shouldn't just be pitching off the bat, but we have to provide value, warm our listeners up, give them specific content that helps them solve one of their problems. Right. Give them a practical step on how to solve a problem without asking for money or, or anything like that. And then over time, when you do that consistently over and over again, when you have something to pitch, your, your audience, your listeners, they are warmed up. They do like you. They do trust you. And they know you have their best intention at heart rather than just going in straight for the kill. So people just do have to be warmed up. You know, if we, if me and Ty just started pitching just straight off the bat when we launched a show, people won't want to work with us because right, it, yeah. it, it turns you off, right? It's like, uh, you know, whereas if we're providing value, we haven't really pitched much anything really at all even since that on the podcast because you know right now we're in the phase of gaining your trust. Mm -hmm. I say hopefully gaining your hopefully trust, gaining right? Your trust. And just showing you that where, where our hearts are at, which is, again, providing you the most amount of value, not just trying to take, take, take. Yeah, perfect. And I think that also segues into our next point. And this is, we could probably jam on this for a whole episode, right? So we'll try not to go on too many tangents with this one, but so this one is twofold. Overall, we're talking about not positioning yourself as the person people want to buy from. But the way people go wrong with that and the, the way they don't position themselves as that person, there's two main ways that we see in podcasting, right? One is actually putting the focus on others instead of yourselves. We're talking mm. guest-based shows, right? The other, it, guest isn't relevant, right? This could be a solo thing or it could be a guest thing. But it's not positioning the content in a way that solves problems to then position you as the person of knowledge, right? Got it. So let's go into the first one first. Let's feel like that one's uh, quicker to address. So... Or simpler to, to explain, I should say. We see a lot of guest-based shows because that I think that's just what everyone assumes is the default format, right? Yeah. But even people that are business owners and are, you know, even a coach, I would say, like mm. coaches, 
specifically with coaching offers where they're the person of knowledge, they take people through a transformation. You would think that person is the focus of the podcast episodes, right? So people could see their knowledge and then what and see that they can take them through the transformation and want to buy from them. But is that what happens? No, no, it's not. Um, and why is that toxic? So when you have like a guest-based show and you have the, the host interviewing another guest, what why isn't it? You know, why why isn't the host positioned as authority in that situation? Because they're interviewing the guest. <laughs> Yeah. So they're putting the focus on the focus is on the guest, right? The, the spotlight is on that person. Mm. It's not to say you don't get authority from being a good asker of interviewer and, and asking good questions. I was going to say a good asker of questions. That just sounds patronizing. But it, and in, having great interview skills is is very important. It's very yeah. valuable. However, it doesn't again. It doesn't spotlight you, right? It doesn't spotlight mm -hmm. your knowledge and your authority and your ability to help people. Yeah, hundred percent. And instead, what it does is it it, it actually takes away the photo. It doesn't just not put the spotlight on you. It actively puts the spotlight on someone else. So it means yeah. that people are thinking more so of how can this guest help me? How can mm. I find out more about this guest? Right. Mm. Which again, if you're a coach or a business owner with a podcast, an offer owner, where you want people to buy from you, <laughs> then it would be very backwards to actually make people want to buy from the guest as the main focus. Right? Yeah, I totally agree, Matt. I think um, this sounds funny because, of course, it feels like we're trying to haul the value. But and we're not saying you shouldn't necessarily, you know, invite people on. I guess no, like, and, and there's nothing, you know, if people this episode and then people buy from the guest, that, that's actually great as well, right? But yeah, and, but I think that there's a balance there, right? And, and which is making sure that you position yourself as an authority as well by having your solo episodes. Yeah, I think we mentioned this before. Having solo episodes where you provide value to your audience you help them solve a specific problem and i think this kind of leads into kind of the next point that we spoke about yeah which is this whole idea of like if your content isn't positioned in a way that's helping your listeners solve specific problems it's not conducive you're not building a content strategy that's conducive to nurturing your listeners to keeping them engaged and to showing them that you can really help them transform their lives when you don't have that why should they buy from you why should they become a client? Why should they become a customer? So I do think it's really, really important to have the content itself, the topics you cover on the show, be topics that are helping your listeners solve a specific problem. We can't stress that enough. We've literally had clients who have, who went from having broad shows, for kind of entrepreneurs and business owners, which is a different topic, right? But broad shows overall. Um, and then go super hyper specific within a niche. Are you thinking of who I'm thinking? Uh, of? Yes, yes. All right. Super hyper specific. One of our clients went hyper specific, like almost like I say cringe level specific, which just basically means to the point where you feel super uncomfortable because you're like, is anyone gonna, is anyone going to listen to this episode? Right. And, and it's, but if you're wondering, a very specific type of physician in yes. the audience, right? Which is Correct. already quite a niche, right? And he he was able to from that specific targeting then build out a content strategy that again that's hyper specific to helping that target audience solve a specific problem he was able to close i think a deal for 120,000 126,000 dollars and this was is it the last week. week yeah last, last week. week he sent us an email which is insane like ludicrous again it shows you the power of having content that's positioned to help your listeners solve a specific problem me and Tyg stress us so much people don't seem to talk about it enough Hence what we want to hammer this point down because we want you making the most amount of money because when you don't do that, you might be wondering, why aren't I making money? I'm pitching all the time. I am sharing valuable content. I do get high-profile guests on, but then, again, if the content isn't conducive to solve your listener's problem in a kind of microchasm, 
they're not going to want to purchase from you to solve a macro chasm problem. Yeah, yeah, no, you got nice. that word in tight. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Made up that was, fly. Yeah. Hell yeah, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to further hammer home that point before we move on, this applies especially when you're in a broad niche, right? If your show is, let's say, in the female business space, very saturated space, right? So it's going to be very hard to make you the peop- the person that people want to work with. If one episode is about how you can use ChatGPT for business, then the next is how to get over imposter syndrome as a woman in business. Then the next is lessons I learned from my mastermind, right? Because there's no clear theme of these problems that you're the specialist in. It's just mm. different topics within the broad realm of business, right? Mm. And they wouldn't even necessarily all be geared towards women in business. Mm. Flip that on his head. And, you know, if you have every episode targeted on what, like, let's say imposter syndrome in business, right? Mm. For women as well. Mm. Every episode targeted on that. Three signs you're dealing with this. Mm. How I got over this. Mm. Lessons I learned from a mastermind on using, on, on beating imposter syndrome for women. Mm. How to use chat GPT. Good try. <laughs> I was trying to weave back the example. There'll definitely be some way you can use it, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. How to use it in ChatGPT to, to be better prepared and mitigate imposter syndrome for women in business, right? The list goes on. You can, And I make that point to show that doesn't mean you have to bore yourself to death talking about the same thing. Mm. It's just you have the overall North Star and you can talk about different things leading to that, right? Yes. Night and day difference in how that will make your listeners see you as the authority for solving a specific problem and then when they do need to solve that problem, you're the only person that comes in their head. We want to provide some value first in your introduction, give them a reason to stick around, and then go on and pitch if you must. Right. The second thing, understanding that people need to be warmed up. Again, provide as much value as possibly can to your listeners consistently. Warm them up, nurture them correctly. The third thing, not positioning yourself as an authority, as someone your listeners will want to buy from. And the mistakes here are just having guest-based interviews where the spotlight is always on your guest. Introduce some solo episodes where you are the source of value for the episodes. Yep. And make sure you're creating a content strategy that solves specific pain points and problems for your listeners. And then the final one. The final mistake we see that makes listeners not want to buy your stuff is half selling and half pitching. Huh. What do you mean? Here's what I mean. Have you ever watched, have you ever listened to an episode where someone, they're clearly pitching you, but it's almost boring. Like you're bored during the pitch. You're like, oh, boring, yada, yada, move on. Oh, we've got this thing, it's 50% off, and it goes on for two minutes. And it's a monotone, not exciting, not really engaging. It's half-assed. Okay. They're like, they want to pitch and tell you they've got a product, but not, they're not really going all in and trying to sell the living life out of the product. (laughs) Okay. Which to me, I think if you're going to go and you're going to pitch, as long as you've provided some value to your audience, as long as you're consistently helping them solve specific pain points within your episodes, and as long as you're generally an authority in the space and you have good things to share, when you are going to sell to your audience, when you are going to sell to your listeners, if you're listening to this right now, if me and Tiger have a pitch of product, we're going to try to sell the absolute crap out of it in the best way possible. Damn straight. And make it engaging for you. Because right? we feel good about it. Because we have the conviction in doing that. Because all the other pieces are in place. 100%. Because we're not doing it too early. Because we're not doing it before you have a reason to listen. So they, they, they all feed together, don't they? Yeah. And we don't want to just like pretend as if we're not pitching. We want to just go all in and at least make it exciting for you. And I think a podcast that does very well is My First Million. 
So Sam and Sean, they're the hosts of the show, My First Million, one of the biggest pod business podcasts, I think, in, honestly, like in, in US or in, in the world maybe at this point. Huge show, hundreds of thousands of downloads per episode. So huge podcast. When it comes for them, they have something called Shilling the Thrill or something like that, where they have a segment where they have to shill a product. And for them, it's about how do we make this engaging, fun, exciting for our listeners so they're not bored, but they're engaged. And again, it's conducive the product they're selling is always conducive. It's always in alignment with the podcast they are talking about, which is business and growth and productivity. So again, if you are going to pitch, go for it, go all out, then half-ass it. And that doesn't mean doing an entire 10, 20-minute episode on that product. It means doing like a super engaging 45-second pitch yeah. where you're fully all in. That doesn't come in the intro. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So to tie them together, then what would you say is the one call to action for this episode? Because I'm thinking like, make sure you're pitching in the right section. I'm also thinking, go check out an episode of My First Million to see what you mean. What are you? So the call to action for this episode is to have a think. The last time you pitched to your audience, how did it go? Did people engage? Did people buy? What worked well? What didn't? And just line up and go through this episode and ask yourself, did you make these mistakes? Could that be affecting and repelling listeners from wanting to buy from you? And if so, maybe it's time to craft a new pitch, place it in the right place, provide some value to your listeners, and build a content that helps them solve specific problems. You have a way with words. <laughs>